Mama, make it better for me, make it better for me, so I can make it better for my babies. Mama, make it better for me, make it better for me. Mama Sundry presents Kitchen Talk, a conversation series that explores the playful nuances of Black women deep in thought. This week, we discuss how to live your best life while being a mindful consumer. Of course, it's a fun conversation full of laughs and some real deal honesty that shows that we're growing in our practice too. Now come on over to the table. What it do, what it is, what it ain't, Mama Sundry family. <laughs> I never know like how you're going to introduce That me. was completely That's unexpected. That's always my favorite part. Like, yes. How she's coming in today. I literally, I have no plan of preparation. I just press record <laughs> and whatever comes out of my mouth is what y'all get. And that's what and it's, it's supposed usually, to be. And usually you weren't like that before you press record. Right. No, that's true. <laughs> I was on a whole different energy, but I'm ready. I'm ready to talk to the people. So, yes. Um, yeah, today I'm excited about our conversation. Today it's just the three of us again, our original podcasting crew, to talk about something that I think that we all are thinking about regularly when we're trying to think about mindful consumption. How do we balance living our best lives and being mindful consumers? We have claps. We have the claps. We have claps. <laughs> This is my first time being successful. <laughs> Clap for yourself. On the Clap Honestly, for yourself. I deserve. <laughs> Go me. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, so I feel like this is something I'm excited to talk about. And just thinking about on a regular basis, I feel like I'm going back and forth with my living my best life and being my sustainable self and really trying to make sure that <laughs> I was just gonna say I'm trying to make sure that I don't feel limited mm-hmm. but that I'm not being normalizing things that aren't healthy for my fellow man myself mm-hmm. or the planet definitely yeah I feel like you have a lot of experience with that Miss Green Thread Nikki I mean I try to I try to leave or live a more mindful life while also being just fulfilling not feeling like I'm missing out on anything if I don't participate in certain trends or events like there's more to you know the fire parachutes or some sold out event Mm -hmm. I I don't have to be there yeah yeah I don't have to be there what do you think well being that I was born in 1970 it is not difficult for me to um, not consume so much, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm still kind of on that ancestral wave Mm -hmm. remembering when everything was glass and, you know, so it's, it's easy for me to do that. I think. I don't think that has anything to do with you being born in 1970. It's plenty of people with shopping addictions born in 1970. You, however, are extremely resourceful. I am. You I really am. are. And I think that that is a uniquely Sadio quality. <laughs> like, oh, my goodness. Y'all, this woman keeps everything. This past weekend, my mother had a uh, fairy party in which she used, she decorated her skirt and used 
decorations from my sister's birthday party from last year to decorate her skirt. These are the type of things I would say, throw that away. It's done. But she knows because she has vision of what could be useful again at a later date. And I like that about you. I yes. like it a lot. I, I see that. It's so funny that you said that because it was a, a wall hanging that I cut pieces of and used in on my skirt. Now, it does get... I can be a little extra with what I keep, but I... There, it is a rare time that somebody is going to ask me in the house, do you, do you have a so-and-so or do you have some of this? I'm like, yeah, I got that. Yes, I have it. <laughs> I'm going to take you to my room of treasures. I keep treasures. And I really like, I have, you know, you lose one earring or something and I will hold on to that earring if I love it because it can be something. It could be a necklace. <laughs> it could be a part of uh, another art piece. It yeah. could be. Could be I was just going to ask, so like. I know as you get older, you know, you tend not to care about what people think. So, but younger you, did you care? Did you think that you had to like participate in all of the trends, like with fashion, being at all of the places, showing up for everyone? Was that ever a thing for you? Well, I, not really, you know, like I did like certain things. So like definitely like elementary school, middle school type Mm -hmm. thing. I wanted to be on trend. Mm -hmm. All of us kind of do, you know, we want to belong. We want to fit in. Um, High school after I was already. I was that girl. That's what you're giving me. Yes. I've always (laughs) been this, you know, um, and always wanted to make the best use of things. And I think that again, when I say being born, when I was born, it is, the blessing of having access to my great grandmother, my grandmother, mm-hmm. who were so resourceful, you know, um, and were able to make something out of nothing. And so I'm still there, okay. you know. So I look around, honestly, at people in y'all's generation and afterward of everything having to be you know, perfect, brand Mm. new, you know, sparkling in some kind of way. And I'm like, I don't get it, you know. Drew just made, he made a comment last night as we were on our way home. He was just looking at the cars. He's very into cars. Um, He's seen someone, they were driving an old car. It was, it was vintage, actually. It was a vintage car. Mm -hmm. And he was like, why do people like old things? When I get my car, it's going to be new and shiny. And it's just, it's going to be fresh. Mm. It was like, dang. I feel you though. <laughs> but, you so know, that really, but, I think, but that that perspective, what you just said, all the new and shiny things, it, that's so many of us. Yeah, we didn't believe in th- like I am so shocked right now. Let me just say this is on topic, but off a little bit at how smart TVs die so fast. <gasps> how they die so fast, mm-hmm. and when I tell you, my grandparents had TVs that were pieces of furniture mm-hmm. into the eighties. That they had bought like in the 60s. And so I'm like this, this consumerism, this toss it away. We used to have TV repair shops. We used to have shoe repair shops. We used to have repair shops for everything. For everything. And now it's just like, oh, it's done. Throw it away. I think yeah. we need hand claps for like the marketing of these big companies because they have given us the perception that we need new and shiny things all of the time and throw away what does not work. I, I don't want to clap, clap for that. But I'm just saying they're doing an amazing job when they it comes are good to at their advertising. Jobs. Hey, um, you've, you've had this long enough, which it could be a few months 
time to get something new. Like the way that they yes. reproduce phones. Ooh. This is how I feel about that. Mm-hmm. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. Mm-hmm. It's the the phone thing is like the biggest. It's ridiculous. It makes you feel like. I mean, I'm not a good because I also my phone is seven years old. I mean, so does it function how you need? That's it to? my thought. There we go. You know that it's still working and mm-hmm. still doing the things that I needed to do most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> and yet we are in a society that with that consumerism. Mm-hmm. Oh, you got to have the newest. You got to have the latest. You got to. Oh, it's six months later. It's a brand new version. It's now you got to get version. it. Okay, so here's my question for y'all. What to you is living your best life? Um, not worrying about these positions that I have, like being present in the moment and actually enjoying the things that I have mm-hmm. already and not thinking about the the next thing. It's replacement or it's repair, like really taking in the time like, oh, I love my wardrobe. I love the decorations in my home. The experiences that I'm partaking in, I don't feel obligated to go to this event just because the things that I'm showing up for are things that I really want in my life. Mm-hmm. So living my best life doesn't have a lot to do with material things. No. I mean, clothing, shelter, mm-hmm. you know, food. Yes, I need those things because without plumbing. them, I would not write indoor plumbing, That's electricity, yes. air conditioning, you know, some of the things we consider basic right now. I would not feel that I was living my best life without. But my best life is often outside with mm-hmm. the people I love. And so I don't connect with that. My I best think, life yeah. is a whole different thing. What about you? Um, I think living my best life is living my most intentional life, mm-hmm. living my most grateful life. And I really love that you use the word present, living my most present life. The more that I'm just kind of in where I yes. am right now, I'm like, I can feel the, and not that we want to associate progress with living your best life, but I do. I do live in a capitalist society. It is what it is, but I can feel the progress I've made over the years. I feel beautiful. I love my body. I love my family. I love the way it smells outside. I love my city. So I'm pretty baseline pleased with my life and you know as we as I keep being more intentional I'm enjoying it more and more and really the older I get so I really appreciate you bringing up the age thing because Mm -hmm. I feel like the older I get the more I'm savoring what's happening what is life like and being I feel like being present allows us to be more grateful I find myself being more grateful now than when I was younger like oh this is nice I like this aspect of life I like just being outside I look forward to being older and just being on the porch. Yes. Like that is my vision of life. That is living my best life. It is. Mm -hmm. Being on the porch for me, sipping some lemonade or some tea or something like that. That is like best life thing. Sitting on the porch waiting for the rain to come. Oh, that's Mm -hmm. nice too. Oh, that's the best. You begin to appreciate as you get older, you begin to appreciate. Um, what would be considered the simple things the in simple life. Thing. And like I said earlier, you know, when you're younger, you know, anywhere up to college, mm-hmm. you're still figuring out who you are, finding yourself wanting to feel a sense of belonging, right? Yeah. And so wanting to belong means that, oh, I got to have the all of the, the trappings of what everybody else has as far as what belongs. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So... 
I think that as you get older, you begin to recognize, man, it's still so much to be grateful for, even though I don't have a brand new whatever it is. Yeah. So one of the things about getting older for me is that you get to a place um, with intention. You get to a place financially where you can invest in things that you keep for a long time. When I was younger, I would buy a different outfit for the club. Every weekend from Forever 21, that had to be under $20 because my Baskin-Robbins salary wouldn't allow me to spend too much more than Mm -hmm. that. But these are things that I didn't really wear more than once. And now I'm in a space where I invest in things that I want to wear over and over again that can handle the wear and tear. And that's something I... That makes me feel so much pride when mm-hmm. I get dressed because I feel good about what like, I'm wearing. Like, I love what I have. Like, I don't yeah. want to replace things in my wardrobe. Yeah, I love right. what I wear. Yeah. yeah. That's some real living your best life. Yeah. It stuff. is. It mm-hmm. is. I yeah. think it is, like, introspective. Like, allowing yourself to examine yourself and define yourself um, allows you to back away from that type of weekly I have to shop or whatever. I think that some people define themselves by what they possess, yeah. by what they own. And if your definition of yourself is beyond that, is more than that, is more insightful than that, then you don't feel the need to um, uh, continue to. Because there are people who define themselves by the watch they wear, the car they drive, you know, the fact that, oh, you ain't never seen me in this outfit and you'll never see me in it again, you know. I ain't gonna lie. I used to be one of those. You like, <laughs> yeah. But, you won't catch me. <laughs> yeah. Which sounds so ridiculous to me. Now. I'm really, yes. so like, help me to understand that because I don't understand we were the, the first generation that grew up with social media. Yeah. So okay. we were the first generation that grew up that if that hundreds of people saw you in an outfit at a place where only uh-huh. 10 people were there or thousands of people have seen you in this outfit and not a lot of people were there. Like it's captured. Yeah. So they see me in it. Oh, you won't see me in it again. Yeah. I got I got something better than last time. Yep. I think that's what it is. Wow. I I mean, but it's that, also like it's society giving us those what you just said, how people measure themselves about the things that they have. That's how society has measured success. Mm-hmm. I have these things. Mm-hmm. So now I'm this person. I'm I'm successful or I'm the baddest, whatever adjectives you want to use. Right. Or even thinking about the compliments you get when you have on a new oh, fit yeah. that people haven't seen. People are like, oh, I love this fit, whatever. But if they've seen you in it before, then it would be like, oh, you wore that at mm-hmm. XYZ uh-huh. is what people would think. But I think that in general, a lot of us are moving away from that. Definitely our generation. Bertram and I love to call it our uniforms when we're wearing the same thing. I yes. like to have a color scheme so that a lot of things go together. And we call it a uniform, which to me gives that idea of wearing the same thing, quote unquote, over and over again, some dignity because you know how I'm coming. So yeah. I, I appreciate that. It's your characteristic. Like I have uniform too. It's jumpsuits and denim. Mm-hmm. always and then in the fall it's going to be a moto jacket like you're going to see me in those things all the time yeah and it really helps to kind of it first helps me to not take a lifetime to get dressed yeah you don't have to think about how you look you already know how you look which is also living my best life thing is. is having time that is not hyper consumed by me figuring out what i'm about to wear every day <laughs> okay so with that let me just say y'all let's talk about taliba in high school <laughs> Um, and she wore a uniform to school 
and yet would change her clothes three or four times minimum before she was done. She had to get those outfits off. I mean, well, we're speaking. I'm responding to you now being able to get ready. I get ready faster. But my goodness, how did it take you so long to get ready with a uniform like this? I had so so much to prove in high school that I don't have to prove now. Right. I think that's a part of what we're talking Mm -hmm. about. We don't have to prove anything to anyone. Mm -hmm. When you get to a point when you don't feel like you have to prove anything to anybody, especially yourself. You're living your best life. You're living your best life. Hey, y'all. It's Nikki. I'm here to give you guys some mindful tips on leading a more fulfilling lifestyle. So let's get mindful about our consumption. Number one, buying less is better than buying sustainable, organic, or anything else. Buy exactly what you need. Adopt the take what you need and leave the rest mentality. When you're focused on your needs, your wants become less impulsive and more intentional. And being more mindful creates generosity and gratitude. Number two, use it up before replacing items. Use what you have and make sure what you're buying isn't adding to another suffering. Number three, acquire experiences and not things. Participate in trends that will make you more present. We're always looking to the future and healing from the past. Get grounded in the now. Number four, don't use your free time taking care of your possessions. Reclaim your time. And number five, comparison is the thief of joy. Don't feel the pressure to partake in trends and experiences just because they're popular. Trends fade. Participate in trends that bring your favorite self to the forefront. You can spectate if you like, but you don't have to be a player. Always trying to show up for everything can be exhausting. Sit somewhere. Here's a question I have for y'all. What are some things that we have normalized that are extremely wasteful that may be associated with something celebratory or a, a holiday or something that we want to just posit to folks to think about how wasteful this practice is? For example, um, Mama mentioned that we had a bunch of birthday decorations at my sister's birthday mm-hmm. party last year. These are things that are intended to be used once. Some folks will will preserve these things and use them again next year or for another celebration or something. But I think that it's possibly more normal to throw the things away. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. So there is a... In, the entire list, almost everything used, you know, from the um, plastic wear to the plastic tablecloths and the um, they even call it the fact that they're called ta- table coverings is what they're mm-hmm. called. Um, gift bags, um, goodie, bags. goodie bags. Y'all, again, in my generation, my mother and grandmother used to open because it wasn't gift bags. It mm-hmm. was wrapping paper we used to open it so carefully you know not ripping open packages but just open it so carefully just under the tape in order to not rip it because we were going to reuse that wrapping paper in some way and so now even gift bags which is basically most people buy gift bags on the way to the party and put stuff in there and then they take it out and then they throw it away it's usually in there for like an hour Mm-hmm. maybe oh a couple of hours and then it's in the trash i think it's because now like gift bags they're so specific mm-hmm. to whatever event you're going to and you're like 
when will I go to this type of event again? Or when can I re-gift this bag or this number or this like age or something? Like it specifically says yes. happy 75th birthday or, or graduation or oh. retirement, things like that. We don't, we're not buying, um, I guess, basic for lack of better, better term. But yeah. Let me let me be the testimony. <laughs> the opportunity will come again for that gift bag. Even if you got it for three years or more, the opportunity will come. See, See I would throw that away because I'm not storing it. For that long. I have. A, but I have went to her room so many times and been like, you got a gift bag? <laughs> she has she one. Has <laughs> but what I've started to lock into is like, I like craft bags because... Yeah. You can yeah. reuse that for anything. Like the person will reuse it. I will reuse it if they didn't want it. And I've also just accepted you're gonna like this gift whether it's in a bag or not. So here you go. Here you go. Oh, well, I like gift. um making the gift around the how I present it, mm. being incorporated into it. Like that. Yes. she did that for me once for my birthday. She got me a floral box. It was like a set of um like glass tea cups and it was in a floral box with like some flowers in it it was so cute it was y'all. adorable but i still have that box and i still use it, you still use it. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me going back to your question it's a balloon balloons are the worst i dislike one worst. Oh my gosh. ever invented <laughs> they're not receiving your balloons up there wherever you're sending them stop letting <laughs> those balloons go don't let the balloons go we had a balloon stuck in a tree in the neighborhood mm-hmm. for so long because mm-hmm. it's a memorial so the practice that we're challenging is using balloons as a memorial um, celebration. Yes. That They don't see them balloons. <laughs> they don't want them balloons, okay? And I think that we have so many other mm-hmm. options, like burning candles for folks, pouring some liquor in the ground for them, saying their name and thanking the yeah. powers that they were on this planet, you don't need balloons to do what really matters when you it comes know. to honoring a life of somebody who has passed on. I'm against balloons 100% birthdays, for anything. Days. No birth, no balloons for Even anything, y'all. Like, uh, like, so now, so I used to do this thing for the kids. Um, this is before I became a sustainable person. <laughs> I used to be a very maximalist extra person. <laughs> but for every birthday... Um, my children, they will wake up to balloons covering their room. Like, just... That's very just sweet. Just immersive in balloons. <laughs> and there will be balloons in my house for weeks. Yes. To come. Yes. Like, just cascading down the stairs. Because it's probably, like, 50 balloons in their room. Streamers. All the things. It was a whole party before, like, getting their day started on their actual birthday. And I actually missed that. But I can't bring myself to do that again, knowing that they're all. That's a very sweet thing. It really is. Yeah, but we we, love a we can't do that. Okay. Um, yes, but, mm-hmm. but that ain't it. No. you know, and it's okay. I am because you mentioned this um, when we were discussing it: the minim- minimalist versus uh-huh. maximalist. I'm a maximalist all day. Uh-huh. My entire setup for the party yesterday my my costume for mm-hmm. my fairy party my whole setup everything was things I already had in the house. I basically had to buy very little for this um, event because I do hold on to things and you can reuse them. You can be a maximalist easily if you are sustainable because you have things that you've had for years. I just a couple years ago got rid of a sweater from high school. (laughs) (laughs) Just telling (laughs) y'all. 
I am far more sustainable than I have ever been in my life. It is a journey, not a no, it's a marathon, not a sprint. <laughs> I am the most sustainable I've ever been in my life. But I, if I get frustrated when I'm trying to clean, oh yeah, anybody could get it. Anybody can get anything. It. And I'm like, I am the opposite of that. Okay. I'm like, okay, I'm frustrated while I'm trying to clean. Let me find a box. Yeah. And then I just put everything in My it. My mom is that way. Like, she keeps things. I'm like, you don't need these things. Here's what I have to posit for the people and all of us. And and this this woman is a saint amongst the cleaning gods. And her name is Marie Kondo. And she asks a very <laughs> simple question. Does it bring you joy? Does it bring you joy? And I think that... In her show, when I was watching it, it was asking people about things that they had already. Mm -hmm. But I think, you know, us asking this question when we're about to purchase something, yes. you can ask yourself, one, does it bring you joy? And two, do you see this having longevity in your life? I think that those are some important things to ask yourself when you're making new purchases. And being, I think planning has a lot to do with mm -hmm. it because, of course, we all want to have all the things that make us feel good, that yeah. make our days easier, that make us feel beautiful, that help us to do whatever events or anything that we want to mm -hmm. have. And I think that the conversation is not about us wanting to limit ourselves. It's just about us being considerate enough with our purchases that we're thinking about things that at least can be used a few yeah, times. Yeah, don't let whatever you're filling your life with, with joy, be the suffering of others. Mm -hmm. That's that's where Ooh, we are. Me. And the suffering of others is the suffering of you. There was a song. Um, I, I think it might have been Sweet Honey in the Rock it, or a group called In Process. Uh, you might, y'all may not know of either one of them, but it was a song that simply asked the question, are my hands clean? That's Sweet Ooh. Honey and the Rock. Sweet Honey and the Rock. And so they went through this whole journey of the cotton being planted. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, what's the plastic company that we all are familiar with? Um, DuPont. Mm -hmm. And DuPont going through with the oil and mm -hmm. all of this. And then somebody um, that is impoverished Mm -hmm. sewing this and getting then I go and buy it on sale at Walmart for 20% yeah. off are my hands clean Ooh. and it's, it is making the hair stand up on my arm mm -hmm. right now and so that has been a part of my thought process so at the end of the day it seems like everything is constantly pointing back to how are we able to Love on ourselves and mm -hmm. our fellow man well enough so that living your best life is not at the expense of another person yep. or this wonderful planet that has been so nurturing and so loving to us for a long ass time. Yeah. Ashe. Yes, indeed. So we are all hearts clear. What do, what do the church people say? All hearts and minds clear. Yeah. Are all hearts and minds clear? Yeah. 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 I happen to agree. We love y'all. Thank you for joining us at the table. Yes. Thank y'all. We're going to keep our hands clean. Oh, yes. Keep our hands clean. I like that. Yep. Peace. 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 <laughs> I just had to end one. One last time. <laughs>